Welcome to the Stacked Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews. We are back with another Stacked Supplement Podcast interview. And uh, this this time around, to kick off our first interview for 2022, uh, we have someone who I kind of thought I would have had on the podcast at least once before now, but you know, better, better late than never. Um, so it is none other than Ronak from Obvi, one of our three brand of the years for 2021. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Shane. Um, thanks for everything you do for the industry. I always, you know, I'm a big, big fan of what you do and very appreciative. And then obviously being able to win brand of the year for something you follow for so many years, uh, it's, uh, it's still surreal. We still talk about it every single day at the office. So it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it was like, like I said, we had, we had kind of structured it to, to, to pick a, like a diverse level of brands and both me and my wife and my partners and we were kind of just like you know the top brands that we'd also kind of selected you had done as much as them and I think that sometimes you forget that because it's not that sports nutrition brand it's not that workout brand but you managed to do an absolutely incredible amount in 2021 was that was that the plan like had you laid this out in the year prior or was this just like things kind of coming together as they did yeah no it's uh and i'm looking at it right now it was uh october 15 2020 i put down a yellow paper and i said um i want to do basically anywhere from one to two launches every single month and I laid out and said, well, it's going to be split between these 18 different products slash categories. Ended up being 20, about 26 launches, I think we did. But um, it, was, it was planned and it was something that was very much like, almost like a military, like, you know, okay. all right, on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. Um, and there was times where we had trouble breathing, but, um, you know, it was... I think down to the last launch, it was timed to the T. So it was cool to see that happen and unfold um, without too many disruptions. Because you had a lot right out of the gate. Like the first few months, it was the expansion yep. of that, like that white, that more white label series. You had the, the introduction of the detox, the hello and goodbye, which I thought was kind of just a really, really, really cool little concept. Um, yeah, the you kind of roll and the Valentine's launch. You can't forget that one. I thought that was the uh, the lost in chocolate strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> what was the? Because yeah. you did the the libido one around there too, didn't you? I'm trying to remember what it lost. was. Lost. It was lost. Yeah, yeah. It was like I honestly, when I saw that, I w I just couldn't help but laugh because it, you kind of expected that from a. There was an Australian supplement company and they're very clean cut sports nutrition, but they put a free condom with their test booster. And it was it was funny as hell, but I was like, that just didn't seem out of character for them. And that was like this. I yeah. was like, God damn, I'll be like clean and fun. And then you, you drop libido for yeah. Valentine's Day. I was like, nice. I liked it. I thought it was a cool pairing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you had a lot in that first few months, which I think is what sometimes when we do these brands of the year and, and people they don't always remember what a lot of people did in that first eight months and your first six to eight was like crazy it was just non-stop i think 
wasn't necessarily slowed down in the last few months, but you definitely weren't as busy in those first few because not only did you have those new products uh, in terms of the supplement space, but you did your uh, your your bar and you did oh, yeah. your beverage. Um, yeah. Was it the gummy around there as well? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the gummy. It, you're, you're a great memory. It was like. Uh, and it was it was like bam, bam. and I, like I said, if you took what you did and gave it to any other brand, if they're like one of your favorites, and they did a beverage and they did a, a functional and they did a gummy, you would be blown away. And so I, I think it's uh, we're, so so were all those formats were, were they actually like part of the plan? Because I know with the the um, manufacturing and and uh, delays and everything, did that kind of affect you at all? Or were you just like screw, it, we're doing these anyway. You know, what was really cool is when we decided how we're going to, to, to fundamentally do these launches, what was where, we, where I think we were a step ahead was we already had pre-approved all of the products. Oh, okay. So in the beginning of 2020, uh, I think it was around June, we had already gone to LA and I had sampled with my partners 47 different collagen flavors. Right, of which I had picked about 16 approved. Unkit, my other partner, knocked out the labels in a week. So everything was down to place the order, order the label. Um, our bars and gummies, same thing. They were all tested and tried, designed, branded. Everything was done pretty much by October of 2020. So everything came down to pioneering the order and getting it in the right dates from our manufacturer, which we were blessed and lucky to work with someone that treats yeah. us like family. Um, and so when we started late, it was literally like putting, you know, putting blocks of, all right, I see a marshmallow gonna go into January. It wasn't like planned to like, what do you wanna do in January? Should we go and get sample of ICT yeah. things, yeah. you know? It was, oh, these are all, these is, and I gotta keep looking at this list. Um, it, we had a list of all pre-approved with labels done products. And it was like, all right, where do you want to put it? What month do you want to put this? Oh, it'd be cool if we did libido in February, tie with Valentine's Day. Oh, you know, why don't we do for birthday? Uh, why don't we do our bars? Because we all have the birthday cake bar. So it was a lot of cool elements there. And then we also have the collagen way. Um, so I think there were a lot of elements where it was because we got ahead of both approving the products and designing, it came down to ordering and logistics. Um, and that was tough, but uh, I think it's as tough as the relationship you have with your manufacturer. You know, I think that's what it comes down to. Was that the case with the, uh, the, the collaboration? Because I know that a lot of those things require like approval right up until like the last minute, every step, like, was that something you could just fire off or was that something, was that probably the, one of the ones where you had to be like, okay, we're going to yes. do this. Yeah. Yeah. Is the one we called where it was our floating launch. And we said, as soon as it's approved, we're pushing it out. Um, it, I can't say that our launch was delayed or because it wasn't planned it's around anything. Yeah. It's just like, guys, once this is approved, and we get product, our campaign, we, what we had planned already was a campaign to doing the New York milkmen, sending them and sending out PR packages to all the top media outlets. That was all planned.
It was just about what date are we gonna do it? And that was all linked to approvals and then production. Um, luckily, you know, all our production is four to six weeks. So that helps where it's not mm -hmm. like, oh, well, you know, 12 to 16 weeks, you gotta wait. Yeah. So that helps. Four to um, six. Yeah. So that, that, that worked out to exactly how you said it. It was kind of just this floating thing. And when it came, it came. It wasn't on our calendar. You, you, might, you might be one of the most organized brands of the year I think I've ever had. Just because of all <laughs> the ones that I've spoken to, they all kind of say, like, oh, we had some ideas of what we wanted to do. Uh, but we, we wanted to do this. And it was four months late. And we want to do this. Like you seem to have everything done and decided you just wanted to pull the trigger <laughs> it was I, it was definitely i will definitely say it was the organization of a previous year for the next year is so important but it was even more rewarding when it comes to life yeah because yeah. I feel like organization is so underrated until and of course you get to see the fruits of that labor of organization and i think again being able to be recognized by you and then just seeing it all come to life you're like wait i'm never not going to do this anymore but it is so hard to get to do it because you're like wait why am i why, why do we have to plan so much ahead you know why in June are we planning for next December, you know? Um, but I think the only part that really, really helped us doing this is we didn't know COVID was going to be or what, what's, what would affect, you know, materials and shortages and stuff that's going to happen. So somehow I think we had a good blessing in disguise where because we planned this, not knowing what was going to happen with materials, it helped us get ahead and help us kind of, blow through even expectations of you look around and you're like wait there isn't too many brands doing you know launches left right and center there's a handful and it's it's the ones that you know got organized or had i think the the, the manufacturing support to say all right what do you need i got it. yeah like i said you're probably the most organized one that i've that i've heard of and that's not even like a joke that's because i always tell brands the year before i'm like man you should plan ahead now for next year they always say, yeah, yeah, I'm planning ahead. But I don't think that they did what you did. It's like you already made the product and then like they all still do tweaks up until the last minute. You kind of had a product and then just threw it out when you could. That's uh was the I have to ask, was the bar like did that take quite a bit of time? Because it didn't look like it was like the ingredients you used, the flavors you did. I can't imagine that was like a quick project or something like that. That looked like it took a while. The bar, we started September or August of 2020. Oh, okay. Um, so it took a while. <laughs> yeah, it took a while um, because we were so picky about the coding of it yeah. and you know, how that's going to affect people and whatnot. And I'm glad we did take the time it took because if we went more of like the non-coded and maybe lower macros and, you know, maybe different ingredients, yeah, it probably would have done well too, but not as successful as I think the bars have been for us in our own ecosystem, right? I don't think our bar goes toe-to-toe -to, -toe to, you know, some of the other bars that are out there 
um, you know, uh, but in our own ecosystem of our customer base, our bars are like heaven sent for them, you know, because yeah. it truly is a treat. Um, and, and we say that, you know, hey, don't, don't take, don't eat four of these in a day. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, it's our, our concept has always been, we're a brand that's going to help you get to your next step. We're not your end all be all. We're a gateway brand. And we want to help you stop eating a Reese's peanut butter cup and take you to a healthier option. Are we the healthiest option? No, you're going to, as you improve your lifestyle and as you graduate is what we call it, you will find better options. But right now you need to graduate from having a candy bar a day, you know? And that, I think when we got married to that idea and, and we're kind of like, all right, this is who we are. This is what we're gonna represent. And we're not going to worry about trying to also come out with a keto bar and come out with, a, you know, this product or not use sucralose in something. We're going to help people that need to just get out of fundamentally wrong yeah, decisions. Yeah. You know, so any decision of ours is going to be a better decision than what they're taking. So that's, I think when we change it to that mindset, it really gave us a little bit more leniency in development of products and um, I think creation of flavors as well. I think you definitely needed the, uh, the coating. Not that like the consistency was bare, but like, I noticed that the consistency or like the main body wasn't the same between the flavors. It was like, it was yeah. different um, from, from flavor to flavor, but that coating definitely inserted like a sweetness into each of them and kind of helped with consistency, I felt. And I would, I put it up there with um, similar to the Jack Factory authentic bar, which is a little more candy-esque, but it's in that realm because not a not a lot of those peanut butter like nut butter based kind of bars have that uh, coating they all kind of go with the uh the, the the whole 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 field natural feel and stuff like that i thought it was dynamite products it was i honestly didn't i thought it was gonna suck like just be told like i always kind of get bars and if it didn't if it wasn't bad i kind of thought it was gonna be like others but that coating right. and those little pieces inside i was like damn this is uh because you didn't put a, i didn't see what it looked like inside when when we shared it and i always like to try yeah. see the picture of it and i was like what is it like what does it look like you have a good description but how does that play out and it like i said it turned out surprising like a, a lot better than i expected and, and well executed which is why i was kind of thinking it had to have taken a good amount of time yeah. and it felt like it yeah. was a good amount of time on each flavor rather than like applying this change to the whole lot, you just tweaked each thing. Each one, um, we did, we, we worked on, I think what helped us was we worked on each one individually. Yeah. So it was, wasn't like, send me three of your best flavors, send me these three flavors and I'll try to give you feedback. We always try to work on one and then we'll go on to the next, you know, our next one is going to be a uh, mint chocolate chip, which I'm excited about. It is absolutely delicious. Um, but same thing, you know, we worked on that individually. And that also we've been working on for almost three and a half months. Um, you know, hey, just get the mint a little bit more because it has to hit the back of the throat. You know, mint hit. Mint, mint like, is not an easy one to get. That's not it's easy. Not easy one. I learned that um, the hard way, um, especially when it comes to edibles. Um, 
it is tricky, but you know, we're excited, um, excited for the bars and excited to, you know, see how it flourishes. At the end of the day, a category like that, I've learned, it, it needs distribution, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And so within your own ecosystem, you can keep selling and it'll sell well, but for major recognition, you need distribution. And that takes time. Um, it takes a lot of time. And I have to, you know, always remind myself, hey, listen, it's, gonna, it's only been six months. It's only been six months. You know, <laughs> take your time. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's awesome to be around peers that are always pushing the, the pedal to the metal, you know, and it's, it's, I love the, I love the heat. Do you think that, because obviously it's come a long way since, since you started it, it's not just collagen anymore. It's, it is a whole damn brand. It's the one-stop shop. You don't need to go elsewhere. If you like one, you can get your whole cabinet from them. Um, yep. do, do you do, do you see value in sort of getting it into the likes of like a GNC or a Walmart or stuff like that? Like, because you've been doing just so tremendously well and you have stayed just so true to your fan base. Like I see the communication, the kind of, like you're in the, you know, in the trenches, communicating, sharing, keeping people in the loop. Like it seems like a very personal brand for you to the consumer. And, and, and I always get the sense that when you go into these big retailers, you do lose that a bit. Um, so yeah. it, are you like overly ambitious? I mean, obviously getting into there's going to be good for business, but what I'm saying is like, is it kind of like a, like a, I guess a decision for you? Like, would you, would you rather just stay direct to consumer for the rest of your life? Or do you just like, look, I think we're, this is like yeah. the next step. Yeah, it's such a good, it's such a well-worded question because there is, I've, I've thought about both scenarios, right? So one scenario is I'd love to stay as nimble as we are. I literally know the name of the top 500 customers we have by heart, you know? I, I know these people, I talk to them, I do the burn challenge with them every six weeks. Like, I know these people and I'd love to keep it that way. But then you have this other responsibility when you feel like you've created something halfway decent that is helping change lives, right? And it is impacting. Can you further spread the impact? And that part of it is that other moral duty you have when you are building a brand. Um, and I think that part of it plays with me. And so the, I think the middle ground I've found is I don't need to be an overnight success. I don't need to be in Target, Walmart, Rite Aid, Kroger, you know, GNC, Vitamin Shop, all in the next year. Would I like to be in those? I think eventually Avi deserves a place in all of those. Um, but till then, I want to refine the product. I want to build even stronger communication with our customers and have our brand evangelists be the ones that say, hey, when you get there, we're going to be the ones that support it. We're going to be the ones that help push it. And I, and I want to keep strengthening that. Um, on the note of Vitamin Shop, we are launching though nationwide with them March 6th in their refresh. Oh, um, yeah, so- um, I was going to say, I'm like, all those ones you named, I'm like, I mean, you deserve to be in them for starters. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, yeah, we're, we're very excited to be picked for their, um, when, they're, when they're doing a reset in March. Um, and so we actually just got the PO two days ago. Um, so excited for that journey now. I'm going to give it my all, you know, going to do the best part, best job at it, but I will never, ever prioritize 
or give it more importance or give it more funding than we do e-commerce and our community and our customers. Um, no matter what the potential of growth is there, um, I never want to lose, easier said than done, but I never want yeah. to lose um, the, the connection with the customer. Yeah, I, like I said, you can kind of see it with every kind of comment, with every interaction, with every launch, you just get these diehard fans that, and it's very obvious that they kind of get to you from their website because you're not exactly widespread and even sports nutrition retailers, which I guess was my, my other point is I've noticed that you've been able to kind of, I don't know how, and I'm, maybe you know, but like, you've been able to get on the radar and bridge this gap and be known by like sports nutrition brands, uh, like workout supplement enthusiasts, like you're on their radar. And in, in, in my experience, like there'll be brands that make gummies that make millions and your gym rat won't know a single thing about them, but people know yeah, yeah. of Obvi. And I'm not sure, yeah. like, I, I know that, Obviously, we might have helped a bit because that we put the two together, but it's you've built this reputation with them where it's very impressive and not something I can say for any other brand that I've like in your sort of health and wellness lifestyle space. No, I, I uh, appreciate that big time. Um, I, you answered it yourself uh, first and foremost. So it's the, the way you guys put out. The way your team puts out the, out the, the media, you may not get, you know, on every single post, you not, may not get thousands of likes and thousands of comments, but you are getting thousands of impressions and people are reading, consuming, looking, even just grazing by and people are consuming this. Um, obviously, it helps that we did 20 plus launches. So we're constantly on there. I always thought, I would always look at Stack 3D Grid and there's a pink square somewhere, um, yeah. you know, in the first nine, the last nine helps. Um, but I think the second part of it, too, so I think, I think media and, and, and an outlet like Stack 3D is, is the primary reason. But I think the secondary reason is, is I think my past being, you know, with shreds. Um, that being with Sparta. Holy Olympus. shit, I didn't know you were shreds. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually uh, I I was the first 10 employees hired there. Huh. And Unky, my other partner, is the designer of everything shreds, flavor god, and skinny.com. Oh, shit. Um, huh. Branded the whole thing to Arvin. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I, you know, from that day back in 20. 13 and 2012, we've been in, I guess you can call it the industry. And so we've seen it all. I think we've been screwed over more than any other person in the industry, but that's part of it. And we, we take that with pride and it's okay because we learned a lot. But I think what has happened is, is we've crossed so many paths. Like for example, Nick Stella worked with us at Treads, you know? Uh, he was managing Amazon, right? So Nick Stella now, I've known him since, I've known him almost 10 years, you know? Then you take someone like Dan and, and Ryan, like we've seen ghosts grow and I've been DMing Dan for so many years that he even coached me through the Entenmann's box that I did, you know, and, and looked at the design, gave me feedback and you stay connected and you try to, I think one thing I try to do is try to tie things back. Right. Um, 
one of the biggest things is, you know, I, I, even like Aaron, like I always asked him like, hey, I'm trying to build my affiliate program and community. How is your Redcon on tier operator set up? You know, like what, what percent of your revenue, et cetera. And I think it's friendly enough where people are open to helping as long as you let them know that they've won. Um, and I think for me, I have, um, I think I have zero pride. I don't, I don't try to like, oh, well, I'm, my brand's better. My, this, I, I don't care for that because I've seen that's what's put brands and owners into places that don't turn out to be good or everlasting. So I was like, you know what? I've been broken down to the point where I'm like, I, I, I think everyone's better than me. So I'm going to let them know that. And at that point, it opens up so much conversation. And I, and I don't know, I, I feel like that approach has helped a lot. Um, and again, the past history of working at these brands, um, I think I've been able to stay connected um, in different, different levels. I think the, the the fact that you're the, the brand in pink as well when you approach these brands that are sort of <laughs> outside of your it's realm. You'd be like, hey, do you mind helping me? And they'll just look at your brands. Sure. You look nothing like me yeah. at all. Like oh, yeah, zero yeah. confidence. I, I the think the best white to take the war. Yeah, I, I think it, I still think you underestimate because like I said, like you we do feature you on stacked, but I I mean it's it does take a brand's like ability to resonate with them like i could shove i don't know um like food spring from germany or um i'm trying to think of the the gummy brand lost the name of it the big gummy brand the us and we feature them here yeah and like we feature them but they don't stick if you get what i'm saying but what you do sticks and the oh, craziest so. thing is, is that, you know, you're full pink. It's like, not that it's a bad thing. It's just, it's like, oh. it's the polar opposite to something like a uh, pollen or uh, just those darker branded companies. And it's just like, they resonate somehow. You manage yeah. to stick with them. It's almost like, uh, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I was just thinking, all I could think of was that maybe it's like, you know, you're a hardcore gym rat. And you see, obviously, put in an effort, and you respect them, and so you just keep them in your mind—not for you, but for maybe someone you know. I think things like the kids' collagen helped, and all the 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 kind of um, some of the women's orientated supplements. I think it just stays in them, like, oh, you know, this could be for so and so, and this could be, for... and then it exactly. just like I, I, it's interesting. I think you made the biggest comment right now, though. It's you're going at you're going to these people with a pink brand. And so instantly you're fielded off with any competitive edge or measure. You're, you're almost like, oh, hello. You know, like <laughs> the whole tone is just like, it's very lovely to be honest. Like I, I have not yet talked to anyone that has, you know, not been a pleasure to speak to. And I'm talking gym rats and all the yeah. whole spectrum. But I think what's awesome is being able to talk to them on multiple levels with you know pre-existing experience in that health and in that sport physician space gave me the best of both worlds um and i'm able to approach it in a different way you know I, sometimes it's like i would have loved to continue a journey down the sports physician space um i think would be a mediocre brand uh because you know we, we don't live that exact lifestyle no. sometimes but 
at the same time, I feel like this approach we took kept us on the border. Um, you know, we're, we're not sort of, but we're like, we're right there kind of just knocking on the door. And I feel like it brings off a very friendly approach. Um, and if I had to do it again, I think I'd do it the same way. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're in that zone yeah. where like, if goalie did a pre-workout, you'd be like, well, that's just stupid. Like, <laughs> it would seem out of place. You would be like, that might be a bit like a bit of a, re- a stretch. But if Obvi did one, you could imagine the scenario in which it would work and you can think like it would fit. You wouldn't expect yes. it to be like a high stem, 20 gram scoop and you would no, have no problem not. with whatever it would be. You'd just be like, oh, that's this kind of pre-workout for so-and-so. So it's, you're right. You're like in that middle where you can go amino you have already touched protein and, and it wouldn't seem too strange. In fact, it would fit right in. Um, yes. But I guess that brings, some, brings me to my last question is, so your 2020 was filled with, 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 with planning and organization for 2021. Was 2021 filled with, in the background, as much planning for 2022? Yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, 2021 was filled with a lot of planning for fewer things. Fewer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have much, space left. You have, you don't have much yeah. space left. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and I think, you know, the biggest thing for us has been is 2021, we call it the year of data for Avi, was we wanted to put everything at the wall. Um, and we're not married to any single thing. And I'm even talking intimate, right? Um, we weren't married to anything. We wanted to put it at the wall and see what sticks. And then 2022 is the year of doubling down on what worked and then releasing um, where we have about six or seven launches planned right now, um, pretty much starting February to March onwards, um, which obviously you'll know first about, but it's not 20 launches. Um, and the reason is, is um, we want to see what we put out, also get breathing room, get the ability to, to be tried, tested, you know, be brought to life. Um, and so a lot of this year is the dynamic feels different. The fact that we're in January and we haven't launched anything is a lot of anxiety, <laughs> but um, it's also very nice to see some of the products that we didn't get a chance to take time to breathe and let our customers even soak in. It's finally getting its chance. Um, you know, Mermaid Multi moved up to the top five skews, you know, this month so oh. far. And it's, it's, it's a power packed multivitamin. It's the, it has marine collagen, you know, it has so many elements that I, we never got a chance to even market properly because after two two weeks later, we had another launch. So it's, it's nice to see your company get now the ability to get a little bit more deeper exposure. Um, And I think what 2021 was, was, um, I, you know, a mile wide inch deep. And I think this, this year around, we're going to go, you know, a mile deep and, and, um, an inch wide. And I think that's the goal. Um, the six to seven launches we do have planned are, I think going to be fantastic launches. Um, I'm very, very excited about them, but, um, definitely a different year in terms of dynamic of what you're putting out there. 
I, I mean, like I, I think you, you do, you've run out of space to launch 20 more again, not that you probably couldn't come up with them, but <laughs> I think as brands grow, they, they do much the same. They uh, try and like Dan says, we don't do sort of a lot of releases, but the few that we do, we try and hit home runs with, or we guarantee home runs with. And so I think that, approach is obviously works tremendously well for them and a lot of other brands too so i can definitely imagine i'll be falling into that same path uh, is, is there anything that you've got planned that you kind of just supremely excited about or is it just you're going to go with the general statement just i'm excited about all of it they're all my favorite children i'm no i'm i'm supremely excited about the next couple of Entenmann's launches we have. Uh, I'll more. We're, yeah, yeah, we have, we have two more flavors um, lined up, uh, one sooner than the other, but I am very excited because um, there's also going to be a little bit of a retail play with it too. Um, so it's nice to kind of get a little bit more broader recognition for it. Um, and overall, uh, and, and, and secondly from that, I'm very, very excited um, and also the extension of um, our burn line that we're doing. Um, so, you know, the burn is our bestseller units wise. It's top 25 fat burner now on Amazon. Um, you know, there's so, it's, it's such a dynamically strong product for us that we are extending it um, in a different format, a powder format, um, non-stim version and uh, looking to basically make Burn a stackable product um, and introduce this idea of stacking to our customers. I'm very excited about that because uh, again, what I want to do is increase our lifetime value with each customer. Um, and with that requires me to be, still be as nimble as we have been, educating them, teaching them what they need. And uh, I'm very excited to be able to use our font foundation to further build on that. Well, damn, it sounds like uh, it's going to be another fun year. I'll definitely be keeping a, a watch on everything and sharing it all when I see it. And the, the, the second and third uh, collabs sound awesome. I think the burn extension would be, again, it's kind of like the, it, it, you're on that border where a series of weight loss products is fitting. And that's obviously a key uh, key feature of a sports nutrition brand and it's good to see that that'll be kind of rolling out uh, I'm, I'm interested to see the angles on the extensions but um yeah thank you for uh coming on having a chat congratulations again on brand of the year and uh maybe we'll have you back on uh, later in the year hey always always a pleasure and thank you for again uh providing the outlet that you do and um rewarding recognition uh whichever way it goes i, I think the fact that you reward and, and, and take that step, um, it, it goes a long way because it sets benchmarks and it sets precedence. So appreciate you and everything you guys do.